0: Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of Kandukuri Veere Often regarded as the father of modern Andhra Pradesh, modern Telugu literature, social reformer, activist, educationist, writer, the quintessential Renaissance man. While the Bengali Renaissance is well known and discussed, one aspect that has often not really caught the due attention is the way it impacted reform movements in other parts of India. The work done by the Brahmo leaders like Raja Mohan Roy, Keshav Chandra Sen and reformers like Ishwar Chandra Vidya Sagar began to spread to other parts. Kandagore Viresa Lingam was one among them deeply influenced by Keshav Chandra Sen and whose work would forever play a role in defining Telugu society and culture. In a way he was to Telugu people what Raja Ramahan, Roy, Ishwar Chandra Vidya Sagar what to Bengalis, or Mahatma Phule D.K. Karve what to Maharashtrians, someone who raised his voice against the social evils and hypocrisy that was eating up society from within those days, and who defined its direction. Consider his contribution, the first person to conduct a re- widow remarriage in Andhra Pradesh, the first to start a co-educational school here, and as a writer, the first Telugu novelist, the first autobiography in Telugu, the first to write a history on Telugu poets, and the first Telugu writer to translate scientific books. In a sense, he was the pioneer in many ways, laying, laying the foundation for modern Andhra society. Personally and agnostic, he started. <coughs> Sorry, personally an agnostic, he started the Brahmo Samaj in Andhra Pradesh and a social welfare organization called Hithikanni for which he donated his entire property. And if that was not enough, he also carried out a crusade against corruption in the government as well as in courts. On April 16, 1848, he was born to Subarayadu and Punnamma in Rajamandri. His ancestors hailed from Kandakuru, Nobin Prakasam district, which also accounts for his surname. With his father passing away when he was just four, he grew up in the loving care of his Padinana or paternal uncle, Venkata Ratnam who treated him like his own son. He also had a close attachment to his mother who was his main support after his father passed away. At the age of 5, he joined a local school where he soon learned the Balaramayana, Ramayana, Sumati Krishna Satkam. in due course of time. A brilliant student, he joined the government high school in Rajabundari in English medium when he was 12 years and that is where he studied English literature as well as the works of Keshach Chandra the Saint that would influence him tem- tremendously. Keshav Chandra Sen's ideas on women's emancipation influenced Viresi Lingam and he soon began to raise questions on the condition of women in society as well as the existing hypocrisy prevalent then. He was appalled at what he saw was a selfishness, legendous hypocrisy that seemed to have come over the Tilku people then. He openly raised his voice against it through his essays and articles. He was considered a madman and told this is not Bengal, this is Andhra. your views won't work here. And though he was married off to an 80-year-old papama, he spent the rest of his life fighting against child marriages. With his Paddanana passing away in 1867, it fell upon Virasalingam to run the household now. He tried for a government job but then the officers said that he needed to bribe if he wanted one and refused to take it up. He was keen on becoming a lawyer but again seeing the corruption and rot in the legal profession, he decided against it. And finally in 1869, he joined as a teacher in Korangi village where he worked for two years and then moved to Davaleswaram near Rajamandri as headmaster of an English medium school. As a teacher, he also inculcated values in his students as well as awakened them on the condition of the society. As someone who deeply felt for the cause of women's education, he started a girls' school at Davaleswaram. In 1876, he quit his teaching job and started a monthly called vivekavartini His aim was to awaken the masses on the social events prevalent then through his writings. While the monthly used to publish from Madras initially, he later set up a small printing press at Rajivantri itself with the help of his friends and it was published from here. <laughs> and though his monthly he would, he would write strongly against corruption, superstitions, child marriages that were prevalent in society then, in a way he was the pioneer of the social reform movements and renaissance in Andhra Pradesh that was influenced by the Bengal resistance. Veerese Lingam was however not merely an amche and preacher. He actually walked the talk and faced a whole lot of opposition for it. Widow Remarriage was one of the causes. He strived for sincerely and actually got it done. This in spite of being boycotted by the society and community at large. He took the society head-on with his stance on Widow Remarriage and women's education and was heavily criticised for it. His speeches at Vijayanagara Maharaja Girls High School in favour of Widow Remarriage angered many conservatives to the extent that they asked whether he was truly a Brahmin. He pointed out the hypocrisy of people who encouraged prostitution in the name of tradition but refused to accept widow remarriage, angering them even more. In fact, he showed them the mirror of their own hypocrisies, their double standards, their self centeredness, which was not to their liking. Many eminent men like Okunda Vikantara Pantulu, Dantuluri Narayana Ganapati Rao strongly attacked Veerasangalingram through articles and letters. However, one letter did catch his attention, it was from Brahmasri Dharba Brahmanandam, the the Deputy Tasildar of Tiruvuru in Krishna district. The letter spoke about a 12-year-old child widow Gaurama in Tiruvur and how her mother Sitama was ready to get her married again. Veerasalingam Lingam brought Gaurama to Rajamandri and kept her home in care of his wife. He now began to search for a suitable groom for Gaurama and recalled one of his former students, Gogolapati Sri Ramalu, who was now working in the Vaisak police headquarters and was a widower, having lost his wife some time back and leading a lonely life, Sri Ramulu immediately agreed to Veera Salingam's request out of sheer respect to his teacher. The marriage was a talk of the tone, no one even knew who the groom was, though everyone knew that the girl was Gorama. The then Inspector General of Rajamundari Colonel Fortis provided the security for the marriage. His friend Paidi Ramakrishnaya provided the financial help needed for the marriage. And with Veerese providing the necessary moral support, the first widow remarriage was conducted on December 11, 1881 in Rajamandri. It was a decision that would come at a terrible personal cost though. Viresalingam was boycotted by the society, so were the couple as well as the boy's parents. It did not deter him. In fact, it made him more determined than ever. He swore to get as many widows remarried as, as he could. He was a man made of iron determination and not once did he swerve from the ideals he believed in. Friends like Paida Ramakrishna, Bhikmuri, Lakshmi, narsimha Basavaraj, Kavararaj, and his own students were the biggest strength. His wife, Raja Lakshma, Ma was also proved to be a great source of support and worked shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with the husband in this cause. Till his death, he conducted around 40 widow remarriages and apart from that, the other cause that he held dear to his heart was women's education. He began the first tea school, high school in Andhra Pradesh and later established the Hitkarni school at Rajamundry in 1908. He also established the Town Hall in Rajamandri, the first ever of its kind in coastal Andhra Pradesh. And in the Theist High School, students were made to recite a special prayer in praise of the Supreme Being written by Veerasalingam himself. Apart from regular education, students were also taught up to take social service in schools. He also believed in a value based learning. He donated his entire property for the widows home he set up at Rajamandri, as well as the Hitkarni Samaj, which oversaw most of the social activities. The Theist High School now had a degree college too in Rajamundry, and he set up another college for women named after his wife Rajalakshmama. He spoke of the importance according to women's education in ancient and medieval India, citing the examples of Raja Bhoja and Sri Krishna Devraya whose courts had many prominent women poets and scholars. He also spoke about how women like Sita would sit along with Lord Ram in the assembly side by side, and how a country was it at its most prosperous when women were equally respected with men. He claimed that India declined only when it became to treat the women like slaves and did not educate them. He was also a prolific writer, having an excellent command over Telugu English and Sanskrit. He was the one who introduced a same in autobiography and novel into Telugu literature and wrote in a style that was easy to understand. He authored many famous epic ballads in Telugu, some of which were Markandaya, Rasika, Rasikajana Rajanam. He also authored Abhay, Abhay, Abhay Gyo, Abhay Gyo, Pya, Pya Kyanam, a satirical poem on the worlds of society and Saraswati Narada Vilapam a satirical work on the pundits who he felt were insulting Saraswati through their actions. Among his other poems were Niti Padjalu, a series of poems on morality and ethics, Niti Deepa, about how a woman should conduct herself. He also translated William Cowper's John Gilpin and Oliver Goldsmith's The Traveler into Telugu. Among the other plays written by Viresalingam are Chamatkara Ratnavali, a Telugu adaptation of Shakespeare's comedy of errors, Kalidasha's Sekuntala into Telugu, Satya Harishchandra and Malibika Gagnamitram. He also wrote the first modern novel in Telugu, Rajshaykar Charitramu, influenced by Oliver Goldsmith, the vicar of the field in which he exposed existing social evils and superstitions. He also made good use of many Telugu proverbs and sayings in his novel and even way laid the foundation for future writers. Another well known novel of his was Satcharaja Purvadesa Yatralu, a Telugu adaptation of Gulliver's travels, again very effectively made use of satire. Satchavati Charitram, which emphasized the importance of women's education, Chandramati Charitram, about religious practices, were his other novels. He also started the practice of exposing social, uh, social evils using satire and conversation in his wake over Dini monthly. Attempting humor, wit and using the form of conversation he exposed many social ev- evils be it casteism, child marriages, superstitions, corruption in the government and prostitutions. He also wrote around 190 essays in his magazines about importance of women's education, reforming society, the husband and wife relations. Apart from his own autobiography called Charitram. Or, my story, he also wrote a scholarly tome on the history of Telugu poets called Andhra Kavala Charitra. He also translated scientific works on biology, human body into Telugu, and he wrote commentaries on the Rigveda. And apart from Vivekarvartini, he also ran other magazines like Sahitya Bodhini, Sarchasambhartini, Chintamani, and Telugu Janana. The educationist, writer, journalist, social reformer Kandukuri Veere Salingam Pandalu was truly a giant of a personality, a proud son of India, icon for all Telugu people, a man who pioneered social reforms as well as introduced new literary styles in Telugu literature, truly the father of the Telugu Renaissance. On May 27, 1919, he left the world physically, but his legacy would live on forever. A, tra- a very famous Telugu writer, Arudra summed it up. Adenshitramogani Towns Towns, some reading of the Bolo in a Jatini Palistum Chesi, Tesa Brutini, Bashavi Brutini Sadinchen, a monobol of Himal Lo, Pantuluga, Pratamulu, Rendova, Gurjara. At Aina, Translated loosely, it means that for a man who was physically weak, Garu had an iron will and determination, who strengthened the nation as well as the Telugu language. No title is appropriate for such a luminous, <coughs> luminous personality. He is the Brahma of modern Nandra. Naman salute to a great soul today.